Hello, and welcome to episode two of the ATD in the D Today podcast. I'm your host, Michael Haynes, current chapter president for the Detroit chapter of the Association for Talent Development. ATD Detroit is a 501c3 nonprofit professional organization for people who are dedicated to improving their skills and career prospects within the learning and development world. You can learn more about us, including how to join the organization and be involved in our learning events by visiting DetroitATD.org. Each month on the podcast, I'll sit down with one or more local talent development professionals and chat about a relevant topic in our field. For this episode, I sat down with Eric Nalian, a leader in instructional design and a doctoral candidate to talk about his research on how to apply instructional design methodology to change management. I think you're going to love it. Stay tuned to the end of the discussion for a chance to win one of two physical copies of his recent publication with the National ATD Organization. It's called Guide Organizational Change with Addy. I'm glad you decided to hang out with us on ATD in the D today. If you'd like to be a guest or suggest a local professional or topic to cover, send me an email at president at DetroitATD.org. We'll be back with my conversation with Eric Nellian after this. Here's how you can be involved with ATD Detroit. We have our monthly chapter meetings every second Tuesday evening of the month. These are interactive and engaging experiences, so they're more than just another webinar. Members of ATD Detroit and guests are welcome, although members receive a significant discount at all chapter events. Everyone is invited to our monthly online networking lunch times. Grab your lunch, turn on your microphone and camera, and join us for a break with conversation and fun. The monthly network events are free for chapter members and guests and take place around the middle of the month. The last week of every month is our special interest group week. We like to call these SIGs. Come be part of our networking and discussion with your local community of practice. Right now we have a SIG for those interested in facilitation, storytelling, and instructional design. These groups are free as an exclusive benefit to chapter members. You can find registration information and more details about these events and more at DetroitATD.org. My guest today is Eric Nalian, Director of Instructional Design for the Digital Learning Group at The Mosaic Company. Hi, Eric. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great, Eric. Thanks so much for being here today. Uh, let's start off by telling folks just who you are, you know, introduce yourself and talk about your background. So I'm, as you said, I'm the instructional design director at the Mosaic Company. I'm a specialist in a lot of different aspects of corporate learning and development, such as instructional design, learning management system implementations, uh, really measuring ROI, leadership training, onboarding and curriculum development. And over the years, I've built a lot of different corporate universities and coached leaders in team development and really helped them find out where their ROI is. And what about uh, the academic work that you do? In addition to this at Mosaic, I teach at Oakland University in the Human Resources Department, um, primarily teaching instructional design. Cool. What we're talking about today is you had a uh, paper published uh, from the ATD TD at Work publication. So can you yeah. tell us what actually is that? What's, it, what's TD at Work? So the, the way I see TD at Work is 
it's not really a job aid, but it's not really a book. It's kind of this in-between area. It's a really, really great how-to guide. It gives you all the ins and outs of what you really need to know for a certain topic. What do people do with those? What's like what what would I want out of that as a member? So over the years I've I've purchased probably two dozen or so of these. And a lot of them were very specific need related. I've gotten them on how to calculate ROI when I was early in my career or how to build an online portfolio when I was helping um, some of my instructional design students get ready for their first jobs. So they really walk you through from start to finish a, a very specific piece of the training and development or learning and development area. So it's kind of like a like an in-depth article about one area instead of like a quick hit that you get out of the TD magazine. Yeah, yeah. So really in-depth and do a certain focus area. Are they more academic? Are they professional? What 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 do you think they're kind of geared towards? They're they're more professional, less less academic. Um, they they do all have academic sources as part of them to back up what the writers say. I think mine has like 15 or so sources in there for further reading if people want to do it. So it's not just someone spouting off, you know, their knowledge and experience they've gained over the years. It is backed up with industry expertise behind it. Uh, so it sounds like a kind of like a white paper or research paper, but geared towards practitioners and active professionals, not just a kind of a study guide. Yeah. Sounds like. Cool. So Eric Nallian's here again, Director of Instructional Design for Digital Learning Group at the Mosaic Company. He published uh, a, a paper, essentially, uh, with the ATD TD at Work publication series. Uh, it's titled Guide Organizational Change with Addy. Is that right? That's right. So tell us, how did you uh, get a chance to do this? What, what was that process like to, to author a paper like that? It's kind of a silly process. So... Um they usually have the writers picked out about a year in advance uh, just because it takes time to get things going with us. And I had actually, as I'm working through my, my doctoral research, I was thinking, wow, this topic would make a really great book. I wonder if ATD would publish it. So I, I looked on the website to see how to get published, how to get a book going. And I contacted one of the people on the publication teams and said, hey, here's kind of what I'm doing. You know, what do I need to know? You know, they gave me a whole bunch of info. And I said, cool, we'll keep in touch as, you know, I progressed through my research. Uh, a few months later, she emailed me and goes, hey, we have this opportunity to do this TD at Work article. Kind of relates to your topic. Are you in? Um, I said yes and then took it from there. Awesome. So it sounds like you initiated the process to get more involved mm -hmm. uh, with the research aspect of ATD, the national organization, and it sort of took off from there. Yep. Awesome. So that sounds a really cool idea for anybody listening, you know, thinking about, hey, you want to make, make that next level, uh, you know, from your career perspective, you know, and here, here you are, Eric, talking about how uh, all you got to do is reach out to ATD and they've got a lot of opportunities out there. Oh, so, they, they have tons. Awesome. So let's talk about your TDA work article. Again, it's called Guide Organizational Change with Addy. Uh, it's available at td.org. You can do a quick search on there, Guide Organizational Change with Addy. We'll also put the link in the description for the episode. Uh, it's 
uh, a national membership benefit. So if you're an ATD national member, um, it's under the offerings for one of those free once a, uh, once a month or semi-annual uh, benefits, uh, or it's about $20 uh, to purchase uh, either in PDF or in physical form. Again, that's called Guide Organizational Change with Addy, and we're here with the author, Eric Nalian. So let's talk in, in depth a little bit here about what that article was about. So can you give us a kind of the high-level overview of what's in the paper? Yeah, so essentially organizational change is difficult. It's it's a beast to sometimes even comprehend, let alone actually undertake one of those projects. And as I've been working as a consultant and doing some research on it for the doctorate, I, I found that if you follow a very specific process, it, it makes it much easier to do. And as instructional designers, depending on the type of organization that we're in, we aren't always necessarily only doing instructional design. We get pulled in different directions to help with anything and everything. And one area I've always, I felt myself always get pulled into even early in my career was this organizational change. Like almost 20 years ago, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do this. And as I started working more and more with the Addy model, I found that I can really adapt this from instructional design and use this for organizational change. Sure. So taking the models that we already do for instructional design, applying them to other aspects of talent development. That sounds, sounds awesome. And it's something we actually do already. Uh, you know, you think about the agile process, uh, taking um like a technology software development type approaches or human centered design and rapid prototyping, all those different approaches. We do that all the time, uh, taking them from other areas and putting them in instructional design. So it makes perfect sense that you're here, uh, you know, researching and writing about taking something from instructional design and applying it to um, other aspects. Yeah. Sense. So is this just for instructional designers? Is it geared towards only folks in that, that field? Uh, or what do you hope someone outside of ISD gets gets out of your findings? What I hope someone from kind of outside the ISD world gets is, is the, the courage to stand up and say, you know, I know how to do this. You know, put me on the team coach in a way when they're within the organization, a new project is being planned, or even when they see an issue come up where they can say, you know, I, I've researched this, I've studied it, you know, I've used this model for years, essentially, because it's an agile process. And, you know, I'm ready, I can handle this. So it's more about taking the base skill mm -hmm. and bring it to that next level to apply it to other areas. Yeah. And being a more versatile professional. Yep. And that's great because I think that that goes a lot with what we've been talking about um, in the first episode of the podcast with the capability model and all the, the stuff we've been talking about this year with uh, developing your skill sets and, and trying to be a, uh, a wide offering of a professional with uh, being able to, to dip into any part of the industry, any part of the field. So I appreciate that you're here t mm -hmm. talking about how to take some of the, the theory, the philosophy, the, the mechanisms and apply that as well. It's like you said, it's not just for instructional designers. It's for everybody in our field. 
Um, but in your in your paper, you talk about how you know it's there's a very learning focused intervention of what kind of training do you need, discovering the kind of training that will help effective change. Is this only uh, something that can be used for training interventions, or is it for uh, other other areas in organizational change? So it can be used anywhere. So one thing that I found is all organizational issues they they have three main focus areas that you need to really fix them they they stem from leadership issues communication issues and training issues so like you can't train away bad communication you can't train away bad leadership just like you can't communicate away a leadership or training issue so you were saying leadership communication and training the kind of the three-pronged fork approach under all of this. Mm-hmm. So do you apply the Addy model individually to each of those three prongs or is it a combined effort? How does that work? It's, it's a combined effort. Um, one, what I've noticed is that you know, each organization is unique. And um, recently I, I renamed my doctoral research. I, you know, it took two and a half years, but I finally have a title. It's the golden ratio approach where, you know, every organization is, is a unique organism that ebbs and flows as change occurs. So they all have different needs when it comes to leadership, communication, and training. So their, their golden ratio isn't ever set in stone, but each one is different and unique. So looking at it through the ADDI model, you know, starting with analyzing, you know, you may take a survey of the employees to see where they stand on all these, these three prongs. Um, you may look at the issue, look at documentations, emails, budgets, look at existing trainings, communication, analyze leadership to kind of see where they stand, to see what the need really is. Um, there was one client that I worked with when I was in the early kind of my first pilot of my, my golden ratio approach, their initial issue that they had was no one knows how to do their jobs or find any resources. They're just lost. So they, they thought it was a training issue and they're like, well, you know, we've tried training. It doesn't work. So we tried training again. It still doesn't work. Yeah, and just to point out what you're talking about there. So when you when you do pick up this article or the TD at Work paper, you will notice uh, it's more than just the the great substance that Eric's talking about. You've got a couple job aids that are in there, um, some checklists, and you've got a couple case studies that you can apply. Um, so it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, even if it's if you're not a national member and you're able to pick it up for about twenty bucks, uh, it's a great read. It's a great resource to have for sure. Uh, and again, we're here talking with the author. Uh, of guide organizational change with Addy, Eric Nellian here. So you were talking about how people have, you, you find clients that have issues where it's like, oh, the training's not working, <laughs> so let's train again, let's train again. So what what do you say to them about how to get started implementing this kind of model? So what I, what I recommended was let's find the root cause of the issue. Okay. And they said, sure, let's do that. And actually we set up focus groups with, every person at this location grouped them based by job title and role and all of them ended up saying the same thing 
even the leaders said the same thing. You know, they said, us as leaders, we are the problem. We aren't giving people the resources that they need. We're not communicating effectively. So, so it sounds like, so you have identified that the leadership actually identified a communication problem through that process, mm-hmm. kind of connected the prongs for you, it sounds like. Yep. The leadership wanted to take it upon themselves to fix it. So they wanted to fix themselves to fix their organization. So they, they wanted to fix their own communication. They wanted to fix their training. One of the recommendations I had was the, the leaders actually first not call it training. They, they hold focus groups. They do knowledge transfer sessions. They do pretty much anything that's not called training just because it, that word has left a sour taste in the mouth of the employees. When they hear training, they're like, oh, here's something else that's not going to work. All right. We've already done that. Yeah. Yep. What, what I hear from what you're saying is, you know, in this case, you're talking about, the, again, the, I think it's the automotive case you're talking about that's in the TD at Work article. The leadership wanted to take advantage or take care of the problem themselves. Um, could you ever see this, uh, your material being used to help consult a client uh, on how to do that themselves? Like show them the Addy method, teach them how to do the process from within? Is that something that would be applicable? Yes, it would. It's the goal that I have with the, what I'm doing with my doctoral program is make this in a way so anyone can do it. Um, the, the way the research will ultimately end up would be in a book that has job aids, how-to guides, everything someone needs where they can just pick this book up off the shelf and actually use it within the organization. It'll have step-by-step, one through 10, of here's what questions you ask to get started, here's how you put your findings together, and then here's what you do to make recommendations. I really like that you brought up the this ability to help other people uh, in the field and clients uh, kind of move forward with their processes correctly, right? Like you said, the training, training on top of training doesn't really work. You know, people are scrambling to figure out their own ideas and be autonomous for our clients um, while still obviously working with consultants and other learning professionals. Um, so this sounds like your research is going going right in the same path and vein as a lot of the the HR department of one type resources out there or the the how to build your own learning development uh, organization and that kind of stuff so it sounds right right in the money there um, which is really cool one thing uh we have to bring up to everybody is at the end of this episode uh, we will give uh, two people a chance to win a free physical copy of your uh, paper uh, again it's called guide organizational change with addy uh, by eric nalian our guest here today so stick around at the end of the episode we will give you the information on how to enter a quick raffle uh, to get two, uh, one of two copies of this. So we'll be right back after just a quick word from one of our sponsors. ATD Detroit would like to thank one of its partnering sponsors, Intrepid Learning. Intrepid empowers organizations to solve high-stakes business challenges through engaging, collaborative, and applied learning at scale. Find out more about what they can do for you at Intrepid Learning. And we're back with our guest today, 
Eric Nallian, Director of Instructional Design for the Digital Learning Group at The Mosaic Company. He's here talking about his TD at Work paper entitled Guide Organizational Change with Addy. Again, you can find that at td.org. Just do a simple search for Guide Organizational Change with Addy. You'll be able to download and purchase that on there. Stay tuned. At the end of the episode, you will learn how you can potentially win one of two free physical copies. We'll have it even mailed to your house, um, so stay tuned for that. So Eric, uh, let's get back to this approach you were talking about with using the Addy method in organizational change. In your paper, you talk about how it's a, a, a objective, formulaic approach to change management. Um, does this hinder the creativity of the outcome, you know, if we're focusing so much on the process? It doesn't. So currently, with the Addy model that's used for instructional design, you know, people come up with the most simple solutions to the most advanced and crazy solutions. It's everything in the world you can imagine. So looking at it that way, it, it doesn't. What really kind of hinders the types of you know, solutions or how the model is used is say up to the individual practitioner and what resources they have available to them. You could have no budget, or you could have a million dollar budget. And all that limits you is your imagination and what works best for the culture of your organization. So taking the model, the, the formulaic approach, but still being unique to who you are as an organization. Yep. Awesome. And, and, and I, it resonates with me, you know, as an instructional designer, what you're saying about, you know, taking the Addy method in general as a, as you know that formula or that that structure um and then trying to be as creative as possible within it you know how are you going to analyze the situation what kind of needs assessment are you going to do you know there's a lot of options there so i can definitely see the parallels to how you would apply that to organizational change you know it's that same process so um, definitely can be creative in that space what part of this process do you think might be the most challenging i'm saying getting started it's always the most difficult to really convince an organization that, you know, one, you're, you're someone who's, as a practitioner, um, organizational development specialist, instructional designer, you know, you're typically outside the area of the organization that handles a lot of these issues. You know, normally it's handled by HR or a team that's close to the problem. So kind of getting your foot in the door and saying, hey, I'm here. I know how to solve this problem. You know, I need time to analyze, design, develop, you know, really present my findings and then implement a solution. Well, what's funny with that, too, is this is at the same time that many leaders are so focused on process management standards like lean and Six Sigma and they're looking at other models. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, this is, this really should just be put up in there. You know, you have your black belt Six Sigma advisor on your staff. Well, you should probably have an Addy model expert as well. It sounds like. Exactly. I heard you talk a lot about the analytical part of it. The A of the Addy method, naturally the D mm -hmm. of design, the D of development and the I of implementation. Like a lot of that is, I won't say common sense, but, you know, standard operating procedures for the actual change management, right? Yeah. Like you said, that's what people jump to first. 
But what about the E, the evaluation? You talk a little bit about the paper, of course, about evaluation, but how would you characterize how we should approach evaluation and change management kind of compared to how well we evaluate a training course? So I'm going to start by talking about training courses first and then go to everything else. So typically with training courses, you know, we, we stick to that level one, level two on our famous Kirkpatrick's scale. Can you explain what that means in case I don't know what Kirkpatrick yeah. is? So the Kirkpatrick has four levels of evaluation. It's kind of become an industry standard in the learning development world. It's reaction, learning, behavior, results. So with learning and development initiatives, we generally stick to the first two levels of reaction and learning. Reaction is your general smile sheet that you get after a training course, like was the instructor knowledgeable, were the snacks good, were the seats comfortable? Did you learn something today, yes or no? Uh, you have learning, which is typically your assessment or test that you take at the end. So you just finish training, you take your 10 multiple choice questions, and you know, people look at those results and say, cool, people learned stuff today. This is a good training class. The, the next two levels are very rare for people to get into. It's behavior changing and results. And this is kind of where it ties into when doing organizational change initiatives, you know, behavior changes and results are what you're looking for. Um, behavior measures the behaviors that participants have applied in the real world and results measure the resulting benefits that the organization has experienced. Uh, typically, these get measured six months to a year out. So it's the different levels push out the effect, essentially. We're, we're evaluating kind of the effect of the training, the effect of the intervention at different periods and different levels. Like you said, the, the if we're, higher level is, is more of the actual things that are happening versus the reactions and the, th the feeling you get from being in the experience. Does that sound right? Exactly. So going to looking through, looking at it through the lens of an organization, you know, you can have this organizational change initiative that you implement and you really want to measure something. So you want to see how people's behaviors have changed and what the results were of that. Many, many moons ago, I implemented a social learning initiative at an organization. So it, it wasn't necessarily training. It was giving people the opportunity to kind of find resources on their own, learn from each other, not have to call someone to really not have to work with a help desk internally to be like, I made a mistake on this part of my job. Can you help me fix it? Or I don't know where this former resource is. Can you help me out? Now, you can't really do a level one and two evaluation with that because it's really, there were some job aids sent out on how to use the system, but that was pretty much it. What you're really looking for is a behavior change and then results. So to look at how behavior was changed, um, I ended up looking at call logs for the entire organization because it's not just the one department that was called for this. It was accounting was called for accounting questions, HR was called for HR questions, IT for IT questions. And 
from there looked at how the the call traffic morphed and evolved over time and it saved enough time on the phone because people were finding answers on their own that it was the equivalent of 120 hours a week of work wow yeah so there there was behavior change occurring yeah, because why nobody cares about how good you felt about seeing the new poster yeah. that tells you to answer the call, right? This You want to see something happen with mm-hmm. change management. That makes total sense why we're talking about those higher levels. So there was 120 hours of time spent on the phone was recovered where people could spend time doing their job. Uh, the the results there is you end up with more knowledgeable staff. Um, so my analysis for that really ended at level three. Uh, level four would have been probably looking at customer service scores because these were people that were frontline, front-facing directly with the customers to see mm-hmm. how did they, they, they were able to get issues resolved sooner because they don't have to call somebody, leave a message, wait for a callback or things like that. Sure. So there's some longer views, yep. uh, out external views essentially on the evaluation more than your standard, uh, you know, do I feel I can do my job better after having been to the training? Yeah. Makes sense. Let's say that someone's uh, picked up your article here or you know, maybe they won it in the raffle we're about to have here. Uh, and they've read it and, and they really like the material, what should they do next? What's, what do you think is the next step in a practitioner's path here to start applying this material? So I would say if someone wants to get started, they should be assertive and just jump right in. Uh, kind of, if you see a need, fill that need. You know, we are, as I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing it, living in unprecedented, funny, strange, silly times by being in the middle of a pandemic and this has caused our organizations to all react in strange and uncertain ways and i'm sure as we're all working through this we're finding different issues within our organizations that you know we think we're able to fix sure so, you know say the low-hanging fruit of of change yeah so maybe start with something small start with something you know you think might not turn into a, a huge thing, but, you know, because you don't want someone to say, all right, stay in your lane. But, you know, start small, work through the issue, make sure you get approval from your leadership first, and just go for it. Yeah, and you've got a, a great layout here. You know, it's just applying the adding method that we already use for instructional design. Uh, it's a lot of the similar methods that, you know, you kind of already mentally do. It's just to take a more intentional approach to it when you're doing change management. Exactly. Again, the name of this uh, TD at Work paper by Eric Nellian is called Guide Organizational Change with Addy. It's on TD.org. Uh, Eric, tell us a little bit more about the doctoral research you're doing and uh, how people can get in touch with you. With the doctoral research, it's kind of taking this TD at Work. This is just a, a small slice of it. And looking at it at a much, much more academic level, um, looking at a lot of research into leadership development, into communication and training, you know, looking at 
not really models of leadership, but what does effective leadership look like? How, how can leaders grow, change, and evolve? And same thing with communication, you know, what's an effective model of communication? What does that look like? How can we use that in our organization? And then the same thing with training. And it's, it's put together into a slightly more advanced model than this Addy version, but it's still just as simple and easy to follow. You've got the formula already there. Yep. Now let's dive into each little part and give you some real resources to use on, on the job kind of thing. Exactly. The easiest way to then reach out and connect with me is directly through LinkedIn. Um, I'm the only Eric Nalian on there, so I'm pretty easy to find. And we can add your uh, a link to that in our episode description if that'll help you too. Perfect. Yeah, just reach out to me, connect, send a message, and I'll help you with anything I can. So, Eric, I really appreciate you being here and talking to us about your, your TD at Work article. Again, that's called Guide Organizational Change with Addy, A-D-D-I-E. It is a national ATD membership benefit. There's a, a nice discount. Uh, you can actually get it for free if you uh, haven't used your monthly free publication. It's up there. Uh, it's about $20 otherwise, but you can get it uh, either uh, sent to your house as a physical publication or a PDF as well. Um, but you can also have a chance to win one of two that Eric's giving away. All you have to do uh, is by the end of March, the last day of March, March 31st, 2021 is email me, Mike Haynes at president at DetroitATD.org with the subject line, I want the book. And on March 31st, at the end of the day, I will pull two random names from those emails. March 31st deadline, we'll say five o'clock. I'll pull two names and then we will arrange to have those sent to your house. Um, Eric will even sign them if, if that's something you want. So. And I'll even write an encouraging message in there. So again, uh, if you want a chance to win a free copy of the book, uh, I'll also respond with the link to the book, so you'll at least be able to see it if you don't win the prize. Um, but we'll give away two physical copies of this. We'll mail it to your house. Send me an email with the subject line, I want the book at president at DetroitATD.org. Eric, it's been a pleasure having you here today. I really appreciate uh, you sharing your knowledge with us. Thanks, Mike. It was a pleasure talking to you as well. Hey, everyone. Mike here. Every episode we here at ATD Detroit would like to share with you something that we've been reading. One of the books that's going around the board of directors right now is called Agile for Instructional Designers, Iterative Project Management to Achieve Results by Megan Torrance. Agile is an iterative approach to development that originally started in the software and tech industries. But it's become a hot topic in learning design and development with our increased desire to include learners and stakeholders in our design processes. Megan Torrance teaches us in her book how to apply the fundamentals of agile project management to instructional design practices. She advocates that we take the ADDIE method and expand it to have a continuous loop and return to the design and development stages each time that we implement and evaluate, making our design approach one that involves more experimentation and testing. Learn how to be a more agile instructional designer and incorporate a more learner-involved approach to project management by reading the book Agile for Instructional Designers by Megan Torrance. You can find the book on the ATD National Store at td.org. 
Remember, if you make a purchase on the ATD National Store, please indicate at checkout that you are with the Detroit chapter. The chapter will get a small bit of revenue from those sales, and every dollar helps us make more programming for you. ATD in the D Today is produced by the Detroit Chapter of the Association for Talent Development. Learn more about ATD Detroit at DetroitATD.org. The podcast is hosted by Michael Haynes with support from the ATD Detroit Board of Directors. Special thanks to production consultant Matt Nadolny. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like to hear on the podcast, send it to president at DetroitATD.org.